0: Being a bottled in bond product means it must pass a list of seven requirements that set the standard for this quality bourbon. So look for it at your local store. Heaven Hill reminds you to think wisely and drink wisely.
1: This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell.
0: The Self-Helpful Podcast is brought to you by Ziegler, your premier source for equipping coaches to help leaders and top performers excel professionally and personally. Visit Ziggler.com and let them inspire your true coaching performance.
2: You can't change from a negative mindset to a positive mindset without changing from negative talking to positive talking. Now, to do that, you must change the input from negative to positive.
0: Welcome to The Ziggler Show. I'm your host, Kevin Miller, and I'm here to inspire your true performance from the platform and within the framework established by Zig Ziegler, one of the top motivators and personal development leaders our world has ever seen. In today's show, we hear a short message from Zig Ziglar on mindset. And the reality that you can't change from a negative mindset to a positive mindset without changing your input from negative to positive. And it sounds simplistic, but geez, so is eating only from the salad bar when you're at a pizza place, uh, totally abstaining from the pizza. Simple, but diabolically hard. So it's a significant perspective you'll want to hear from Zig. And from the message, I posted this question on Facebook. What are the primary sources of positive input, people, books, podcasts, music, art, etc And what are the primary sources of negative input you work to avoid and got, of course, incredible responses. You'll come away with a great list. I think great ideas, great resources. So I brought Michelle Prince on with me to talk through all the comments. Uh, again, I think you really gained a lot from the show or I did, um, Hey, if you'd be willing to give your feedback to these weekly questions, just friend me on Facebook. You'll find me at agent K Miller. Uh, That's my personal page, but you'll see the Ziggler logo up there to recognize me. And I'd be honored to hear from your experiences and wisdom. That's what makes these shows so rich. So we'll get started right after I share some resources I think would be a benefit to you. Okay, friends. So let's get going with this message from Zig. It's just about three minutes. Just a little bit over. Here you go.
2: Chad Helmstetter says you can't change from a negative mindset to a positive mindset without changing from negative talking to positive talking. Now, to do that, you must change the input from negative to positive. Now, what we do is we generally extract the last major deposit in our thinking and in our attitudes and in our actions. For example, you will talk more about this morning, this week, than you'll talk about it for the next two years. The reason is very simple. You'll have a lot of other things. I'm speaking to the live audience now, the people who are listening to the tape. Obviously, will hear this over and over and over, and you'll hear the other tapes over and over and over. But this is what happens in our life. We simply recall the last deposit. Let me tell you again, input determines your outlook. Your outlook determines your output, and your output determines your future. See, you can do something about your input. Strangely enough, if I were to walk in your home with a pail of garbage and dump it on your living room floor, we'd have serious trouble fast. You'd either get your gun and say, now, Ziggler, you clean it up. And I'll bet I could, too. (laughs) Or you'd call the law and have me arrested, or you'd whoop up on me. Now, interestingly enough, we could clean it up with some good cleaner and remove all traces of it ever been there. But everything that goes in your mind is going to be there in some shape or form. You don't forget it. It just gets buried over a period of time. One of the things that will happen is you listen to this the 16 times we recommend and then periodically listen to it for the rest of your life is the fact that you will, over a period of time, become so conscious of what goes into your mind, you will catch yourself asking the question, well, now, if I read this, am I going to be better off or worse off? If I watch this particular television show or movie, am I really going to be more likely to get the things in life I want, or is it going to be a detriment to me? Yes, what goes in your mind is very, very important. And we have so much negatives. We call them stop lights when in reality they're go lights. They're put there to make traffic go. Uh, We have a wreck. Somebody says, call the wrecker when we need the tow truck. You've already had the wreck. Incredibly enough. (laughs) Incredibly enough, they bring out a loaf of bread. And the average person uh, calls the first slice the end. Every loaf of bread I've ever seen in my life had two beginnings. Now, interestingly (laughs) enough, I challenge you, if you want to have fun, somebody wants direction, send them down to the go light. In a restaurant, uh, ask the uh, waiter or waitress, uh, you know, I'd like the beginning uh, slice of bread. And they're going to look at you like, uh, you know, like, now there's a weird individual, but I can guarantee you it will make a difference. The power of the word can be measured in so many cases, in so many ways.
0: Well, friends, uh, that's more than a mere message. It's just a call to do something proactively. Go get positive input into your life. Start speaking positively as well. And we got to make a plan for it daily. Well, again, from the message I asked, one what are the primary resources what are your primary sources of positive input and again it could be people books podcasts music art etc we were we heard other things other than those things Uh, but also two what are the primary sources of negative input you work to avoid you'll hear a lot of common threads on that one well here then michelle prince and i talk through a lot of your amazing comments Well, Michelle, this question I posted because it was obviously relevant to Zig's message that we all heard just now, but also I was just curious, uh, you know, and I got to admit, putting this out on Facebook somewhat gives us a demographic of people who are on social media who do use that. So that may skew it a little bit, but still just a great perspective to hear what different people are are bringing in for positive input and trying to avoid for negative. So, Hey, I thought i would start off and I just ask you for your consistent habits of what you bring in, you know, daily or consistently positive input. And, and what, if any, you have to avoid on the, or you work to avoid on the negative input side.
1: Well, this is so important to me because I realized several years ago that the, the impact that negative forces had on me, whether it be negative people, whether it, you know, watching the news or something like that, that it really, it really affects me. So I am, I try very hard to, to be very careful what I put into my mind. Um, But a couple of things that I do, you know, as far as positive input, I, I love podcasts. I mean, this is, one of the best in my opinion, right? Mm-hmm. But just anything that you can listen to, to give you a different perspective. And it could yeah. be a podcast on business. It could be personal life, but just filling your mind every single day with something positive. Um, I love what Zig used to always talk about motivation, you know, that motivation is a lot like bathing. I'm paraphrasing, but it's a lot like bathing. You know, yeah. you can't just do it once and expect it to last. You have to do it every day. And the same goes for what we put into our mind. Um, but those are some things that I, I do consistently every morning as I listen to a podcast or I listen to some sort of a, a, a course or a program that is uplifting, positive, and, and gets my mind in the direction of where I want to go that day.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, you know, it's interesting on the podcast. I always have a little guilt here. I, I am not a great auditory learner. It's very difficult for me. So if at all possible, I will read instead of, uh, of listen. So, uh, I go there, you know, my day starts out with my, my Bible, literally, which, and I go through seasons. Sometimes I use devotions that have some Bible references and the Bible's just not speaking a whole lot to me. And I'm in a phase right now. You know what? I got to give credit to Pete Vargas, who we just recently interviewed. And he talked about his daily habits on the spiritual side of getting into the Bible. He reads a little bit, or chapter out of the Old Testament, chapter out of the New Testament, chapter in Psalms, chapter in Proverbs. And I thought, that ah, was interesting. And I just, I cycle through things. So I started that. And it was, it was kind of neat, but I've gotten stuck in the old Testament, which is weird, uh, to me. And anyway, so a positive input is that it's my, it is some devotions. And then journaling is a big part mm-hmm. to me of just, just thinking my thoughts. And, and I kind of use it as a way to pray to, to, to the Lord there. Um, otherwise music, man, I look forward to coming in my office every day, you know, coming in my office. I usually put music on in the morning in the kitchen uh, before everybody comes in, I'll put on some, some good music. It's in the car. And then I get into my office mm-hmm. and I, I do music a lot just to hit the mood I'm in and help elevate that. Um, you know, it's
1: amazing it, how much music affects us, it, isn't it?
0: it? It is. And I know it's not everybody's cup of tea, but man, I, I'm a, I'm a constant. Uh, that's a constant mood changer for me or mood elevator, I should say. Um, otherwise, I, I I do get some business magazines, you know, Inc and Fast Company mm-hmm. and uh, Entrepreneur Magazine. And those are neat sources of infor- information. I'll just take a 15, 20 minutes. I flip through them pretty quickly, but I'll see things that are relevant. I quickly pass the stuff that's not. And it's just neat to see ideas. It's kind of like putting yourself in a room with other people who are on fire for a business, a concept. And uh, so that's another one for me, you know, on the negative side, we mentioned this before we started, obviously, you know, the goal is to pattern your life in a way where you don't have negative influences you have to work to avoid. But I'll say for me on a daily basis, I usually hit USA Today and Facebook just to get a pulse of the the culture. Uh, you know, kinda, I think Zig said that, you know, he would, uh, every day he reads the Bible and the paper to see what both sides are up to.
1: Exactly. Uh, kind of <laughs> like
0: that. But I realize a lot of times Facebook is really frustrating and disappointing to to read on there. Uh, so it's, uh, in a lot of ways, but I also see great positive stuff too. And I try to interact with those folks, but, but that is one. And yeah, reading the front of, of USA Today is, is really disappointing, but I do it as part of my profession to see mm-hmm. what I'm up against. Uh, well,
1: well, you have to know about what's happening in the world, but it, I think there's that fine line between entrenching yourself in it to where it affects your mindset. It affects your mood, your day, yeah. uh, personally, personally, and I'm not suggesting it's good or bad for anyone else, but I personally can't watch the news. I'm like you, I'll get my bits and pieces that I yeah. need to get on my own in my own way versus somebody dumping. I feel like the news is very, very negative and it just, it, it creates a lot of anxiety. Mm. So I, I try to stay away from it, but Unfortunately, social media has become a little bit of that for me. Uh, Facebook, in particular, I love Facebook. I love seeing what people I know are doing, their families, and mm-hmm. love the positiveness of Facebook. But I also noticed that that has become a platform for people to voice their opinion, which mm-hmm. is all good. But it's almost like they hide behind their their platform there, and they say things that they may not have said to somebody in person. You know, yeah. and I, I just see a lot of negativity. And one of the ways that I have uh learned to to manage that is, you know, we don't have to we don't have to see that every day. And you can choose to not um, you know, to block some posts and some people that if they are continuously giving you negativity or, or you know, feeding your mind with things that are not getting you in a good place, well, maybe unfriend them.
0: Yeah. Yes. I, yeah, I, I hear you on that. Well, so let's run down through some of these things and uh, you'll hear some consistent threads. Well, gosh, right off the bat, uh, Melissa Kolstadt, she says the positive is podcasts and books. The negative is news and sometimes social media. So apparently we just read her. <laughs> her book. We, we're all we,
1: in the same boat. We're all <laughs> in the
0: same boat. Yeah. Gregory here says uh human interaction. I like how he says this human interaction with curated friends uh, nature and the outdoors podcast. And on the negative side, he avoids energy vampires and sensationalist broadcast news outlets and screens. Um, I really like the two things on both sides, human interaction with curated friends. I mean, that's classic Zig right there, you know, or, or or who do they attribute that to? You're the sum of the five people. It's not Zig. I don't think, is it, uh, you hang around (laughs) most?
1: Was it was it Napoleon Hill who said it initially? Maybe so. Sure. It's one
0: of those you get lost. Is it Zig Napoleon Hill uh, yeah. Henry, Henry Ford? <laughs> one of those masters up there. But, Henry Ford. Uh, but yeah, with curated friends, uh, mm-hmm. I and it's got when you've got that. I don't know if anything can outweigh the positive of that though. I know a lot of people don't have that, but I like what Gregory's saying curated, which if that's not a word that everybody's familiar with curated is the ones that you go gather you, Mm uh, you, you're seeking and gathering together in a sense. That's my paraphrasing of curated. Um, but on the other side, yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. Oh, so sorry. I was going to say what I love that Gregory said were those energy vampires. That's huge. And yeah. how many times have you been in a conversation with someone and you're in the best mood and you go into that conversation or that lunch or that breakfast meeting and you leave there just totally deflated yeah. because that, that they pull all the, the positive energy out of you. And yeah. to be aware of that is huge. So I love that he brought that up. Uh, not only finding the friends, but then also avoiding the ones that are sucking the life out of you.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And that's a term that I hear more and more energy vampire. Literally. Uh, I think I looked it up at one time, even to see how they define that. And it, you know, to me, it's somebody who's very socially unaware and just very needy, um, Mm
1: -hmm. ultimately.
0: So yeah, have compassion for them, but don't be around them long. Uh, yada here. What were you going to say? Michelle? Well,
1: I was just going to say, I don't remember who said it, but that it's important to to be around somebody long enough to affect them, but before they infect you
0: goodness. Yeah.
1: I mean, especially as Christians, we are supposed to, to reach out to, to people that we wouldn't necessarily normally um, reach out to, but but do it in a way that as long as you're affecting them and not the other way around where they're infecting you.
0: So anyway, I, I, I know I love that point. And I think, yeah, there's a, there's a time limit on that because at some point it's hard to withstand. We want Mm -hmm. to think that we affect other people, but man, I'm so aware that at some point I can be infected by my, I like that word infected by my, by my cult, by my surroundings, by my Mm -hmm. environment. Um, well, I Yada here, she says, I'm always eager to open a good book and listen to a good podcast for positive input. It's contributed so much in my spiritual and mental growth. I get my daily dose of Jesus from listening to Joyce Meyer, my inspiration mm-hmm. juice from listening to Ziegler, uh, to the Ziegler show when I'm on the go. Well, thank you for that. Uh, At least three to four days of the week, my daughter and I go to our favorite coffee shop for some quality time, then devotional time, reading my Bible and personal development time, reading a good inspirational book. I just finished the book of mistakes, which I bought after listening to the show with Skip Pritchard. Uh, Excellent. Uh, Putting aside that two hours, a few days of the week to focus on myself spiritually and mentally has tremendously changed my life. Thankful for this change in priorities. Uh, Then she has number two. Unfortunately, I'm getting the most negative input from my family. Outside mm. of my husband and children, but I'm struggling with figuring out how to inspire them and not get dragged back into the pit of despair. Uh, they say, you become the people you are surrounded by. And my circle of good influence is pretty small. Um mm. Yeah, that's, I mean, Michelle, you've dealt with that. I mean, I think that's when we talk about, well, when you talk about, uh, negative input from people, I think that's what we hear most is family and coworkers and Mm -hmm. they're the hardest to escape. And I don't always have a great answer for that because it's easy to say, well, just ditch them. Yeah, but it's your family or coworkers. That's not so easy. And so how do you try to, to withstand that? Um, I don't know if there's a perfect answer for that. I'm sure. I mean, you've been in the corporate environment more than I have, Michelle, and I'm sure have dealt with that and, and, and working with so many people that you coach and consult with, uh, what's your experience?
1: You know, and this is a tough one because you're right. Especially family, you, you, you know, you can't change your family, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and Yada, the fact that you are listening to the podcast and renewing your mind every day and reading the books is really going to get you farther than if than anything, because the negativity won't necessarily go away. You can't change other people, but you can change yourself. Yeah. Um, I recently was talking to a good friend of mine, and she is such a positive, uh, uplifting, wonderful soul that just lights up a room. But she comes from a family that... Um, you know, they, they had a lot of struggles and challenges and are very, very negative and maybe a little jealous of of Mm. where she is today. And so she, she and I were talking about that, that that even just being on the phone with them for a few minutes, just literally deflates, you know, all that, that positiveness. And, and, and unfortunately, sometimes though, you do have to, to be there for family, but but again, going back to what we just said, don't be there long enough though, that it pulls you down. And cause sometimes you can't change people. All you can do is, is is maybe give them advice or, or tell them what you would do in that situation. And, but ultimately they have to decide, but, oh gosh, it's hard when it's family.
0: And back to what you said a minute ago, as far as, you know, not being infected, uh, you know, I guess to some degree when you're looking at that at the workplace, looking at family, I mean, at some point you've got to, you've got to measure how toxic is it and, yes. and to some degree um, and get out.
1: Well, and it's, especially if you had a family that was really difficult you know, you didn't have a choice when you were a kid, right? Yeah. You had to be in that environment and, and whether you liked it or not. But as adults, we do have a choice. I'm not suggesting you leave your family or anything, but but being very mindful of, of the interaction you have and does it lift you up or does it bring you down, maybe limiting it or maybe as hard as that would be having a frank conversation and, you know, setting some boundaries of, hey, I love spending time with you, but we need to set a boundary that when we're together, I don't want to talk about our other siblings. I don't want to talk about our other family members. I don't want to talk about what's going wrong. Let's focus on what, what is positive. And maybe that will help. Um, wow. Because sometimes people don't know that they're bringing you down. Mm-hmm. It's just a pattern that they have gone through for so many years. And it's what they're used to doing.
0: Absolutely. That's- you know, one, one thing I wanted to say, too, on her positive side, she talked about going to a coffee shop. And what struck me there? I mean, I've spent my, well, except for two years of my life, I've, I've spent it as self-employed and I have worked from home. I've worked from coffee shops and restaurants uh, or, you know, little bistros and stuff I've had, who knows how many offices And I do, I put so much value on the environment and I I know a lot of folks, a lot of entrepreneurs who, who love the coffee shop vibe. I mean, they'll go in there and it just, it just jazzes them. And I think that is, that is great. Uh, I have a great office. I love my office. There's no drawback, but I do find sometimes I'm just, it's just not doing it for me. It's gotten stale in that moment. And I'll sometimes go out on a deck here at the office and, uh, and work there, or I'll stay at home. My favorite place there is my back deck out in the middle of the woods, Mm -hmm. um, or even at my kitchen table with the fire roaring behind me or yada, yada. But you know, some people have the opportunity to do that, but those of you who are in a workplace, um you know th- there are, there are options to look around if you got a laptop and you want to go work in the, the the kitchen or on a deck or mm-hmm. out on a bench or i know a lot of folks these days are getting stand up desks like i do sometimes even just changing that and getting up and being able to kind of bounce around is big i was at a uh, an office uh, down in texas Recently, and they had a big room with kind of like the cubicle thing, but it was really set up in an active, engaging hmm. environment. They all had stand up desks, and probably 80% of them were standing up at the time that I came in, and it was just vibrant. Wow. Uh, Yeah, it was really, really neat. I like that aspect too. But just an encouragement to put, for people to put value on that environment. If you need to change it up a little bit, that is worthwhile. That is not a luxury. I think that that is is, is vital and can make a big difference. So, uh, yeah, whether it's coffee shop or standing up at your desk or whatever it is. Whatever it takes, right? I love your, I love your background. I feel like I'm in your living room uh, (laughs) there. It's,
1: (laughs) In my office. Yeah, I have. So that is that, in fact, is a very big thing for me. So I am a beach girl. I'm very creative when I'm by the water. But I live in McKinney, Texas. I mean, there's no water nearby uh, other than a lake. So I decided years ago, actually, that I was going to decorate my office like I was at the beach. So if I couldn't be at the beach, at least yep. I felt like I. And honestly, even now when I walk in, and I, you can't see it probably as well as, as as I can see, but it's this big, bright blue. And every time I walk in my office, it just cheers me up. Yep. And 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 that that's that's everything. So whatever works for you, make it happen. Right. And, and one last thing on Yada, I'll just yeah. say, I love that she's also not just on the the, the books. Um. Personal and professional development, because a lot of times we do get stuck in those books, right? To make us a better employee or better. Uh, business owner, but also the spiritual side. Um, Joyce Myers is one that I listen to every day. I love her. I just came back from a conference of hers last week. And, you know, that, that just changes the perspective on keeping things important, what's important and keeping the perspective on it. So I think Yada is doing all the right things. And even if family and friends are are pulling her down, just, just keep fighting the fight and keep focused so that Mm -hmm. you remain above all of that. Yes.
0: Amen. And thanks to these sponsors for bringing us today's show. Most of today, you will be indoors, likely your home or your office. I am as well. Even with my treks out into the woods, I spend a lot of time inside and we're going to think about 20,000 breaths. According to the EPA, the indoor air is two to five times more polluted than the outdoor air, sometimes up to a hundred times more polluted. At my studio, we have heat being forced through old ducts. I walk on carpet full of years of junk. No idea what's floating in the air that I'm taking constant gulps of. The solution is an air purifier. An air doctor is just the best. Air doctor filters out 99.99% of dangerous contaminants and allergens such as pollen, pet dander, dust mites, mold, bacteria, viruses. They do it so your lungs don't have to. Well, Greg Gerber, he, he says on the positive it's podcasts and faith based websites and negative is broadcast news and political discussions on Facebook, which we got to <laughs> point out. I mean, I know people will be listening to this podcast years from now, but at the current time we're in a big voting time and the political discussions on Facebook are, uh, pretty much, uh, off the roof. It's, uh, it's
1: amazing. Um, you to just add to this and i am not a political person and i'm not opening up a can of worms but what really bothers me and i it's not just what people do on facebook what bothers me most about elections is the commercials Mm -hmm. the abuse that is allowed on uh, on each other (laughs) you know both sides of of whatever party are just bashing the other and i feel like no even if you feel that way um you know you're just you're creating an atmosphere of negativity and Mm -hmm. i just I think there could be a better way, right? There could be. Why not? Why not just talk about the positives of what you're doing versus always criticizing what somebody else isn't doing? I don't know.
0: You know, okay. So I I will say one little soapbox on that. And this is, uh, this is one that I guess speaks to me because it's an issue. I, I have admitted authority, uh, problems. It's not a great place for me, a great strength for me. And yet, uh, yeah, my Bible talks about the, the respecting and honoring of those in authority and, and, and even in a, yeah, from a political standpoint, a government standpoint. And when I look at that and think regardless, and I'll, I'll just, I'll be bold enough to even state, you know, we, whatever president we have in office, they're the president and there's nothing I have to gain by dogging them. nothing, no. zero. There's nothing I can do to change it. The only benefit I could possibly offer is to send as much love and prayers and positivity in that direction as I possibly, it's the only thing I can do to help anything. Anything negative is tearing who is it in authority down and tearing others around. Uh, I, I've never quite understood that perspective.
1: I am so with you on that, Kevin, and maybe it's just the way we were raised, but you, I was raised the same way that you, you respect the person in authority. Yeah. And I, and you know, there's been so many elections through the years and yeah. there was you know, there's always going to be a time when the person you wanted to be elected did not get the, the position, yeah. but that's when, you know, you may be saying, I don't want this other person. I don't want this other person, but the moment they become that elected official, that's when it has to shift. Okay. Yes. I may not like it, but I do have to support it. And, you know, it, like you said, it's not going to help anything. It's only going to hurt and create an atmosphere of, of, of frustration. So I don't know, not to say you have to agree with it. Cause I'm not saying I do, Yeah. but you do have to support people and and especially in our country, we need to support the people in you know in higher authority because that 's only what 's going to make our country you know better instead of worse so i don 't know again i 'm not a political
0: <laughs> i'm totally i 'm totally with you i'm t- i, I, I firmly agree. again with a guy with admitted Uh, authority issues, but yeah, once somebody's in there, the only benefit I have is to do the best to support them. I love that. I'm not a boxing fan or or mixed martial arts or whatever, but you see the little clips here and there and the ones where the guys are just fighting to the death. And then afterwards, the loser who will get up sometimes and embrace the winner and even hold the winner's hand up. Uh, I think that is beautiful. Uh, and it, it depicts what you just said there. Um, well, there you go. So here, here's a couple, here's, here's a few more Lisa Kistone. She says positive input podcast and family and friends uh, on the negative side, avoiding media, social media often, and negative people, even though you can't avoid negative people, sometimes it truly is work to not let that negativity affect me, uh, which mm-hmm. we just spoke to recently. And again, I I think that we do, I, I do hear a lot of folks who are in negative situations, especially family and often work, but let me just focus on the work one. Cause yeah, the family's harder to just totally dismiss, but on the work side, I think a lot of well-meaning people, I hear they just, you know, I just got to buckle down. I got to be better. I've got to grip my teeth. And, uh, it's, you can, you gotta, I think you got weigh how much it's, it's taking you out. And to some point I think it's worth everything to get out of there. And I know that that's hard, but uh, then we've got to look at, you know, what is our value of money? What What's our God here? What's leading us? And if it's tearing you down at some point, I don't know if any amount of money is worth it. And I know that's easier said than done. But again, putting value on your health mm-hmm. um, and wellness, it, it's, it's, it's massively, massively influential.
1: Mm-hmm. And um, what's really interesting about this topic is, and, and I've been on both sides of it. I've been in bad situations, negative, toxic situations mm-hmm. that I didn't want to be in, but found myself in. And then I've been on the opposite side, but ultimately it is a choice. I mean, we do have the choice, right? What we, what we tolerate, what we put up with. Um, there's a quote I've said for years, and it, and it relates to this is you can, you know, people will believe in you to the exact degree you believe in yourself. Yeah. Well, the same kind of goes with people will treat you the exact way you treat yourself, what you tolerate, what you allow people to do will be done. Yeah. Right. Um, so, so, but it's hard when you're surrounded by those people. I, you know, I, I have, I have a, um, you know, I, I have a group of people that i that are more negative that I've, I've been, haven't had in my life. And, and it's tough. And there's a part of me that sometimes when, when a, something comes up in a conversation, I want to argue back because I don't agree with what they're thinking, but sometimes it's, you just have to think, do they deserve the energy? Your energy is going to be depleted either into positive things or negative things. And so yeah. I sometimes say like, you know, that, that conversation isn't worth my energy right now, <laughs> you know,
0: I, no, I love not. that. I, I love that as I read and, and learn more and more about our, that we are not infinite in our emotions, in our, you know, we all want to have well, gosh, I'm talking about, it was, um, I'm going to have to look behind me here. It was, uh, the willpower, um, willpower doesn't work by Hardy. I'm Mm -hmm. I'm trying to find it on my, on my shelf back here and I'm not seeing it. Um, but he talked about that, about how we just want to do everything by willpower, but it's limited. And I think most of the things in us, we have a finite amount and, uh, and yeah, when we just try to grit our teeth and say, willpower is going to, it it takes us so far, but we are going to run out. Mm -hmm. Um, big message to me because I like to think no excuses, no limits. And that doesn't always work. I'm, no. I'm, I'm learning more and more. Well, here let me let me read a few more. Olga uh, Stavro here. She says positive, uh, positive, po- uh, positive podcast books, inspirational Christian music. Lauren Daigle's you say uh, song is my current mantra to counter any negativity that is either from others or self-inflicted. And then on the negative side, I do my best to stay away from negative people. It's easy to get, get sucked down. If one stays too long, just what we've been talking to now, I, I got to mention, uh, Lauren Daigle, who oh, name I had heard, but all of a sudden, man, this girl is everywhere. And I just saw something yesterday. So she's a Christian artist, but, uh, Uh, I kind of one of those who's breaking out of that and she's being taken mainstream. And I saw just, I was yesterday day before uh, a posting about her being kind of taken to the mat by her Christian brethren for being on the Ellen uh, show. Oh, and her response was amazing. It was basically of, I am called as unto God to love no matter what. And that's what I'm doing. It was just, it was beautiful. Her music is so impacted. Yeah. Back to music Man, that, that girl's got some that is inspiring the, the, the nation right now. Uh, I think so. Thanks for bringing that out, Olga. Yeah. I think that's one of those, one of those ingredients. We look at the positive inputs and we look at input in general, you know, input through your eyes, your ears, your nose, your nose, your mouth, your senses, your emotions. I mean, those are all places of positive input that are valid and that we can take from every day in some form or fashion. And I think that, yeah, our culture is, uh, I think as we move more towards the addiction to devices, we tend to forget the, those needs like, like vitamins. I mean, it's what we're talking about. (laughs) Uh, Larry North, Larry North folks. I don't have the, the number of the show, but we interviewed him, uh, sometime here in 2018, uh, Larry North, big personality, amazing guy. And he put number one, uh, on the positive side, my own thoughts, number two, on the negative side, my own thoughts. (laughs)
1: <laughs> Love that! I
0: know. I, I know. Isn't that profound? I, I gave him kudos for that one. I mean, there's classic Ziggler. There's nothing that influences most, us, us most than our own self-talk, positive exactly. and negative. I mean, when it comes down to it, all this input that we're talking about, whether it's coming in, that's what it influences and it's what we're saying to ourselves. Is it not, Michelle? Yep. Yep. Yeah.
1: And you know, I heard this a long time ago too, that, that there's no way that you can have uh, faith And fear at the same time, it's one or the other, you're either going to be in the state of fear, or you're going to be in the state of faith. And I think I I attribute faith as positive and fear as negative. And it's true. It is our thoughts. It's what we choose to dwell on and think about. And uh, it is hard sometimes to get that perspective when you're in the middle of it. But I love that Larry brought that up, because it it, it is that simple, right? (laughs) We choose what we what we dwell on.
0: It, it is, and, and to all of this, I mean, we're it kind of back to what you said a little bit ago about inspiration, motivation. You know that uh, it's like bathing; we need to do it daily, and to realize that our thoughts, when we wake up in the morning. I mean, if you wake up and you are just all positivity and inspiration, that, that's awesome. I don't know that that's the average or that's humanity that we need to get up and shower our minds uh, every day. And all this stuff we're talking about is is to do that. Is to take my thoughts and persuade them a different direction, manipulate. It's a bad word, but I I do. I I spent time manipulating my own emotions to be on a positive side because it changes my behavior and it changes my results. So at the end of the day, I'm a product of where I let my thoughts go proactively or, or reactively. And that's so frustrating because I so often get to the end of the day and think, what did I do to persuade my thoughts? And sometimes I I didn't, I didn't do it well.
1: well. And think of all the industries that totally get this you know, athletes, I think uh, about, they oh gosh, totally yeah. know the importance of their mindset and the performance, um, yes, their yes. performance is directly connected. And so, you know, if it's, it's good enough for an athlete, it's got to be good enough for all of us. But it's uh. so important that we focus on not just the positive Pollyanna, just to be Pollyanna, but but focus on what it is you want, the possibilities you know, you're, you're always going to go in the direction of your thoughts. So you might as well have positive thoughts and go in a good direction (laughs) than be focused on, Oh my gosh, this could go wrong. And that could go wrong. Or what if this happens? Well, your mind, again, it's going to go in the direction of your thoughts. Okay.
0: I love that. I got I got a point. So I'm sitting up here in Woodland park, Colorado. I'm about 20 miles uh, from the Olympic training center in Colorado Springs. There's two Olympic training centers, two primary ones in America. And one of them's here and uh i've got a friend down there his name's chris edwards he runs neurotherapy of colorado springs and he does neurotherapy one of his primary cl- uh, groups of clientele is people from the Olympic training center, our national athletes. And so think about this. We've got people, let's take swimming, for instance, where guys and gals are winning or losing by, you know, a hundredth of a second. And right. to think, what is the difference there? So if people are going there, paying him big money out of pocket. He doesn't take insurance for neurotherapy to craft their brain to program their brain. We hear so much recently or lately about neuroplasticity and the ability to grow our brain and retrain our brain. And they're, they're doing that knowing that any, the smallest tick, to help them be more positive, to have more confidence, to have a better self-image, to believe in themselves, to focus on the positive is what comes down to a gold medal or nothing, uh, because the space, the space is so thin. So you, 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 saying that just brought, I mean, that's a very tangible aspect. And then the question is, why don't we treat ourselves like an Olympic athlete? Because my impact is far greater than a gold medal. It's how I'm being a husband, it's how I'm being a parent. It's how I'm being a leader here at, at work and uh on this microphone and well I think I just stepped on my own toes. Why am I not there doing the <laughs> neurotherapy? <laughs> but it's we got you. what you meant, Kevin. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. Um all right, this is uh Kim here. She says uh podcast out of doubt negative is new programming and my overthinking brain. So just reiterating some of what we talked about, Tim here, this is interesting. He says Bible and books that expand my mind and mentors, but on the negative, he says, uh, what he has to deal with is parts of my past that I allow to entertain my brain. And he has in quotes, the spiritual enemy, but you know, there we uh, boy. You know what? I don't think we've even posted this. We have an upcoming interview with Maston Kip, and I need my bookshelf in front of me instead of behind me. But Maston Kip, his book is "Claim Your uh, Claim Your Power," and uh, this this guy, his primary focal point. You know, you see people in personal development who have, of course, you know, it's it's, it's there's all similar threads, but a lot of them have from their own pers- personal experience a, a, a primary soapbox that they teach from and his is the unresolved, uh, trauma in our lives that he sees as the primary stumbling block for most people's progression and success. And we say trauma and you think of, you know, the horrors and abuse and stuff like that. And he's saying, well, yeah, of course that that's more tangible, but everybody does. You can have trauma from loving parents who just had high expectations that you tried to live up to. And, uh, you know, so however you, it's, it's not a a contest of whose is worse. It's mainly just an issue of what is it in your past? Uh, like Tim says, it's entertaining your brain and keeping you from being the best you that you could be. So I, I, I think it's huge. I'm eager, I'm eager for everybody to hear that, but it really got me thinking about what are those limiting beliefs is I think the common terminology that we use. It's, it's, I mean, that's it. We're back to, we're back to just what, um, Larry said, "Of my thoughts, my thoughts, my thoughts."
1: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Well, at least Tim can, first of all, be honest with mm-hmm. it that he does have some things in his past that he that, that continuously come up in his thoughts and you know are negative. But we all do, right? Yeah. But that but knowing is half the battle. So I mean, the fact that he knows that that's an issue means that he's going to get overcome that. Yeah. Um, yeah. But you know, and that's that's huge. One thing I also like that he said was on the positive, and I think he's the first to say it was mentors. Yes. You know, it's one thing to read books and, and listen to podcasts, which is awesome individually. But when you have a mentor, sometimes a mentor is going to see something in you that you aren't really ready to see yet or you're not able to see yet. And so they pull things out of you. They encourage you. And I love that he said that because they can change a negative mindset, you know, just like that yes. by just changing your perspective. And so I'm so glad he mentioned that.
0: I am too. So I got a call out. I'm on the book war path today. The one minute mentoring by Ken Blanchard and Claire Diaz Ortiz. We uh, interviewed them this year as well, 2018. So as folks are listening to this, scroll down and this year's uh, it, really great. The, the subtitle or the tagline is uh, how to find and work with a mentor and why you'll benefit from being one really interesting book, mm-hmm. really interesting interview because you've got Ken Blanchard who I don't know. I think he's seventies, if not eighties and Claire, who's probably in her thirties and they both mentor each other. It's a really neat relationship and a really neat perspective on mentoring. Yeah. Thanks for pulling that out. Uh, well, Hey, I'll, I'll end on a powerful one. As we talk about our thoughts here, Rhonda Gill, she says, I listen to the Ziegler podcast and a couple other inspirational podcasts daily. I'm also working uh, at daily, repeating out loud positive things about myself while looking in the mirror you know, this one, Michelle, the self-taught cards. And that is one that I got to say, folks, after what three years now of doing the Ziegler show and being a voice for Ziegler, that right there, talking to myself out loud looking in the mirror is as goofy as ever. Uh, So there's my admission.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It is, it is. But do you feel differently though?
0: It's, it's, it's become so profound in the yeah, talk about neurotherapy and and neuroplasticity of, of you can't lie to yourself. It's, it's looking at myself and talking to myself. We're back to what Larry said, the most powerful thing, your thoughts, your thoughts, your thoughts. And so speaking those things is, is massive. And I will say that, that, you know, to, to joke, I want to poke fun at that just to make it, um you know, uh, tangible for everybody. I know it's odd. It's not the only way. It's a powerful way to do that. I do a lot of writing to myself in my journal, writing my thoughts, writing to God, and I do it in that way. But there's, I got to admit, there's still something at another I know I know I'm
1: telling you I you know I I think I I do keep my journals and and, and over the last month or so I've been reading back through all my journals mm. since high school college oh, wow. you name it it's been really eye opening but what's been very central throughout my life is the times when I broke through to the next level was around the times I was really getting deep into affirmations yeah. and 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 not just affirmations in general but more specific what I want to happen Yes you know, and, and I, in fact, I, a lot of these affirmations that I was saying to myself before I wrote my first book, before I started my business, when I was still not sure if I had what it took, I, I would, I would s- declare out loud what it was that I wanted and what I, be- what I saw in myself, even if I didn't see it yet. But as Zig says, sometimes you have to tell the truth in advance <laughs> and it, it just works. And I, I still keep a lot of those three by five cards um, in my Bible, actually, and I'll pull them out and I'll reread them. And, It's just amazing. Our mind is so powerful, but it will always function in what you give it, what you feed it.
0: Yes. Yes. So on that, I, the term that I use for myself and I actually used it in the show we did a long time ago on the self-talk cards, which again, folks, you can get uh, at com slash self-talk. They're always available to you. You can download them there and take them, use them verbatim or change them for yourself. Doesn't matter. Um, but I look at those as a self-fulfilled prophecy is what I'm doing. I'm prophes- prophesizing for myself, uh, what I want to be, what I want to become. So just, yeah, just as you said, it's, yeah, there's, there's. There, there's that there's some supernatural level, some brain uh, issue of looking at yourself and speaking to yourself. Yeah, I, I always feel self-conscious. I'm always wanting want to make sure that my family's not around. Nobody's in the, the room, yes, they yes. can't hear you
1: be thinking that you're absolutely nuts.
0: <laughs> yeah. A lot of people talk about doing it in the car in their rear view mirror. Uh, you know, if you don't have a mirror, just speaking it out loud. Just speaking it. What we speak has so much power. So
1: on a funny note, I just have to yeah. show this real quick, Kevin. Yeah. Because <laughs> you said in the car and it reminded me. When I was working at Ziggler back in the 90s, I mean, I was 20-something years old. And I don't know if, if it was Zig that said it. It could have been Brian Tracy. But there was something that was said around those that time that even if you hate your job, one of the best things you can do is look yourself in the mirror and say to yourself, I like myself and I love my work. I mm. like myself and I love my work. And I remember going into a sales call, like literally just like, I hate this. It wasn't when I was working at Ziggler, sorry. It was when I was in a different type of sales job and I didn't like what I did and I wasn't excited, but I would look myself in the mirror and I'd say, I like myself and I love my work. And it's just instantly, it just changes your, your, your attitude. It kind of makes you laugh Mm because you do feel like it's a little ridiculous, but it works.
0: (laughs) It does. You know, and you, you make me think, and it's worth pointing out that, and I think Zig says this in, in some of his messages that. A lot of people kind of scoff or don't feel like they can relate to talking to yourself and what he points out so wisely. So is that we are always talking to ourselves. I'm a very introverted person, very internal life. And I am always the the thoughts in my head are me talking to myself and that we as humans tend to gravitate towards the negative. and And I do, I, I want high performance and I'm looking at what's not working and I'm thinking about that and I'm dwelling on that. And it has benefits of course, but at some point I'm thinking negatively and I've got to get outside of that. And so to force myself to proactively speak the positive is just, it's just not natural. The negative is natural.
1: And the socially it's, it's more accepted to talk badly negatively That's about yourself true. than it is to praise yourself. So, you know, that, that kind of self-inflicting humor, all that. We, we tend to be okay with that, but you, you start saying things like, you know, I'm, you know, I'm positive. I'm great. I'm this I'm that, and that. Then people look at you like you're nuts, but <laughs> yes.
0: yeah. You know, the, <laughs> you the know. biggest place I had to learn on that one is to not do the self-deprecating thing. And when yeah. people give a compliment to say, thank you thank you, and not even, and I even, I even have to pay attention to my voice. Not a, oh, you yeah, know, thank you. Not a, not a dismissing, but, uh, you know, thank you. And, and, and I accept, I'll accept that. That has been that. That's just an exercise that I do because I tend towards that self-deprecating uh, aspect.
1: Me too.
0: Okay. Well, good. Hey, I feel better already. So, <laughs> folks, yeah, thank thanks for this. It's really neat to hear this and to see the list and to get ideas from you guys. As always, thank you for the submissions and uh, Michelle. Always a gift to do these and share this with you
1: absolutely what I love about this show Kevin real quick is that majority of the people said what really impacted them most in a positive way was the podcast not necessarily just this podcast but in general so what confirmation that you know to to continue doing what you're doing and and you know getting that message out to the world in a positive way so I just love that that's what everyone recognized
0: ah thank you Okay, friends. So our task now is to get serious and consistent with our positive input and just be so very, very wary of where we're getting exposed to negative input. Again, it's not cultural to think about those things. We just go out there and go with the flow. It's the odd ones, the weird ones, the Zig Ziglar type of people who take that thought captive. And say, no, I have to change. I have to renew my mind daily, as the Bible would say. And it comes down to our daily habits uh, and having a consistent plan. So here's to you and me and our plans. If you got value from the show, please uh, say thank you. Uh, we, we need the help. Leave a review in iTunes uh, for The Ziegler Show. That is how people find us. That's how they find value. Uh, we're actually getting close to 1,000 ratings, which uh, for a podcast is pretty, pretty heavy. So thank you so much for that. Coming up next, show 629, we are back with Lori Harder. Being a three-time fitness champion, you'd, of course, expect some healthy habits. But physical is just one of the spokes on the Ziggler Wheel of Life for our habit show, right? So uh, it's interesting. Some things that she shared, she has a spoken morning mantra. That is Zig Ziggler all the way on the self-talk. Her rule for decisions is whether she feels a full body, yes, or not. That was really interesting for me to hear and a healthy habit for her marriage is she's learning to golf for her husband. He's taking ballroom dancing lessons for her. But honestly, what was really interesting is her talking about the need to change her habits frequently to keep them from getting stagnant. Uh, I think that'll be freeing and exciting for a lot of you. It was confirming for me because I do that as well. You know, And, and I, I had to kind of come into comfort with that because you kind of think, okay, I'm going to figure out the best habits just like the best foods what are the absolute best foods that i should eat and that's what i'm gonna eat all the time That gets boring it does and we need to have cycles with things so uh it's really good i think you'll you'll really get a lot out of hearing that and the show itself was just inspiring and a lot of fun so eager to be with you then till then thank you as always for letting me walk with you as we inspire our true performance together